Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa. Story time. Welcome to Story Time. This goes back to my high school days. I believe, 1981. Yes, men were wearing long hair back then. I tried it. I looked the fool. Even you know when you try something two or three times just to be sure, and you realize, yeah, that's that's not my look. So Are I, you saying you went pretty with hey, long hair? After it got so long, it started curling, and yeah. I did start to look pretty. And then, oh, actually, I, no, I, I did, you can't. No, believe me, you never looked pretty. Never. Wasn't much of a, a sports enthusiast as far as watching, but I loved playing basketball, and I did play a lot of sports. And I played basketball all through junior high. At this point, I'm a, I'm a junior, and I'm starting for the, uh, for the uh, varsity team. And that's pretty cool as a junior starting. I'm, I'm hot. Happy about it. I'm 6'6", same uh, height that I am now, except I'm 150 pounds. <laughs> so 150 pounds and 6'6", I could put my elbows in the basket. Just You're about. the only I, white man that could I, jump. I, I, could, I could launch yeah. myself into the stratosphere. That's so it, cool. was, it was great. And then, not to pause my own piano, but I practiced hard at, at practice. And then when I went home and I practiced hard, I took it serious. Like my dad. My dad was always you know, full-blooded German. You want something enough, you take it serious, you work hard, you'll get it. I busted my ass at basketball. So I was... At that time, very much in shape and a, and a very good player. I'd been tuned to that level. All of us had. And we had an outstanding team. Uh, Gary Lunksford, guy was 6'2". They actually held him back one year just so we'd be better in sports. And he was already good. He was like, he was one of those guys that looked like a man when he was a freshman. Now at this point, he's a junior as well. He's 6'2". He's about maybe 280 pounds. Buff. Really buff guy. So he's the guy. He's the, the enforcer. And a good player. Cream tie. No better ball handler out there. Guy was excellent. Joseph Sosa could hit the could hit a basket anywhere on the court. We had such a highly talented team. Everyone in the whole league was saying these guys they're going to take the whole thing. We also had a coach. His name was I shouldn't say his name because it would be inappropriate. Give us his initial. Mark Weber. Oh, okay. His name is Mark Weber. And here's the deal with Mark. He was a, a stellar player. We played with him a couple times. You know, just scrimmaging. I didn't I had no idea. He was great. I mean, really good. His, his presence on the court, he was not that tall, but he could still get you in the air. He was a, an excellent player. But that did not transfer to his coaching ability. Oh, no. What a putz. And I think everyone thought he's such a good player. We'll give him the, the varsity yeah. coaching job, and he's, he can't miss. He was one of, if not the worst coaches ever. He tried. He never stuck with one thing. He was all over the board. The one thing he did do very well was get us trained so that we were we had aerobic capacity who would run us to death every day so yeah. we could we, we could run well, that's cool but we were constantly losing to teams that were not even we should have mopped up the floor with him but he's calling these crazy plays and doing he's not a good coach let me just put it that way straight out and, and his name was mark mark weber, weber. and i'm not trying oh, to have sour right. sour grapes about this but he was not a good coach he probably knew that and so towards the end of the season we we had just finished the basketball season and we came in second to last Everyone had predicted that we were going to be the reigning champ. We came in oh, second to last. Oh. And I was looking through a, one of our local newspapers, and it was a big ad. It was like a page, a whole page on the paper and half of the other page. And it was about basketball. And as I'm reading this, it has a lot of different aspects to it. But somewhere, about three-quarters of the way through, it says, here are some of the reasons that a superior team might not have, uh, might have an inferior season. And, and they went through a few of them. But the main one, they said the main reason would be very inexperienced or just a very poor coach. A, a poor coach can, can run an 
excellent basketball team into the ground, and that's the reason they'll be losing. Because he was he would always get angry at us that we lost. We shouldn't have lost. So I I knew that was the truth, but I, I didn't, I'm not going to say that to them. But I'm going to give him this article to read. Yeah, and I know that when he reads it. His eyes will fall across a couple of very key sentences saying, you know, the coach is the one who screws up. Yeah. So I go to my good friend, Joseph Sosa, and I tell him my plan. And that's my mistake. I say, Joseph, check this out, man. Read this. Check it out. And, and then I showed him the parts where, and so he's reading. He's in the back of the class. And he goes, dude, Gisa, this is great. Are you going to give it to him? I go, yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, great, great. He hands me back the paper. Next class, Mark's my teacher. Chemistry, not a good teacher either. I say, hey, this is a great article here about basketball. I thought you might like to read it. Okay, thanks. Puts it on his desk. Next day, I'm in class, and I get, door opens, and there's the pink slip. Whenever a pink slip comes in, everyone knows someone's going. Someone's going to the office. There's different color slips, but pink means you're in trouble. You're going to the office for something. Okay. At this point. I wonder who would have yeah, at this point, gone I've, to the office. I've got nothing in, on my, in my Rolodex that's on the radar. I can't yeah, think of anything. Yeah. Brad Gisa? What? You have to go to the athletic director's office. Athletic director? His name was uh, Mr. Springer. Never saw him work a second in his life, by the way. <laughs> Every day he came in, he put on a projector. I think he put, I've seen him on TV. He put on a film, and that was our class. Hey, we have, here's a film. Never worked a second. But anyway, he was the athletic director. So I walk into the room, and there's the athletic director. And there's Mark Weber, and they both got expressions on their face to tell me I'm in very big trouble. I'm like, oh, and then I see the paper. I'm like, oh, geez. I mean, surely he can't, he can't blame me for the whole article. And he says, you gave this to me the other day, yeah? He goes, well, a lot of this just has to do with some basic basketball stuff. Why would you think I'd be interested in that? I goes, I just thought it was an interesting article. Then he opens it up and he shows it to me. And my good friend Joseph had taken his pen and as hard as he could oh, no. had underlined no, no, just no, those no, passages. No. So it just leapt off the page. Yeah. An inferior coach is responsible for all these, and everything bad that I wanted him to read, just as a coincidence, is now outlined. <laughs> and I'm like, that son of a... I, I knew it was Joseph. Oh, so he no. said, why did you underline this? And I said, I didn't. I said, um, he goes, well, who did? And I said, I can't tell you. I, I just, I couldn't... Even though that son of a... I, oh, I'd have sold him out. No, no, because he was my friend, and yeah. I just, I said, I... No, I, he was I, not your I, friend. I can't tell Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's just being a dork. I go, I, I, I can't tell you that. And they thought I was lying. They thought that I was really... They said, all right, then, let's just say you didn't underline that. Let's say someone else did. Why would you want me to read that? And tell me the truth. So I looked him in the eye and said, because at that time, I did not think you were being a very good coach. That, I have very low standard. That's all I need to know. Yeah. And that's all I need to know. I don't even know if I want you on the team next year. Get out. So I walk out of there going, I think I just blew my whole senior year. You know, I'm I'm feeling bad about it. And then I went and found Joseph. Joseph, did you? Yeah, I did. You son of a bitch. Here's the deal, though. Never mentioned again. Because Joseph and I, I didn't mention Joseph, but I was, like I said, I was 6'6". Six, six, I was I was a big part of the team. Yeah. I, I was a, yeah. a big so I think he it came down to all right. He's hurt your feelings. He told you the truth. He doesn't think you're a good coach. Do you want him on the team or not? It'll be a better team, or he's off and he'll do. So I think they just made the decision that uh, let's let's keep our team as let's strong. Put let's, up with him. Let's put up with this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that that was not the first time that Mark Weber and I locked oh, horns. Man. There were several other. I might bring.